I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Card Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the hobby that you love, flipping cards. We discuss the convergence of sports, culture, and collectibles. We've got you covered on what to buy, from the next breakout rookie to the new hot release on the way, and how to find all the gems. We'll break it all down. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to turn your hobby into a money-making business. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today's episode will be a power episode of Card Talk. We are going to get this one done relatively quick as we prepare for next week's very long Q&A episode. So we're going to do a little what's on your mind today. We will go into over, under, I think Jay has actually got that set up this week, so we'll uh, we'll bring Jay in before too long. But we'll start with what's on your mind. Lou, we'll kick it over to you as Tyler just got back to his seat. So Lou, what's on your mind this morning? Um, I'm officially in the golf. I'll I'll start there. I'm officially locked in. I watched pretty much the entire Genesis over the weekend. Um, I watched all of Full Swing in like 24 hours, I would say. So I'm locked in. Tyler, I'm going to be coming to you for top 40s. I'm going to be coming to you for top 20s. Where can I get involved? Can we do parlays? Can you pick two guys to finish in the top 40 and maybe parlay that together? A lot of those things are coming to mind for me. So um, I wanted to get that out to this group immediately. Love that. Love that. So crazy with golf. This past weekend was one of the best tournaments of the year. I really a little editor's note, editor's note. I fumbled the bag. You were like, isn't it Tiger's 20? I was like, I don't know if it's Tiger's 20 because I was confused about the hero. Yeah. Homie, homie from Penn State DM me and was like, bro, that was a big miss. I'm like, respect. And he wants to come on and talk all from it. Evan, come on. Good people. Um, but so in response to Live Tour, you know, Live Tour, the Saudi golf thing, that's, the PGA Tour rolled out something called designated events. And what that was is that. 17 events throughout the year now have increased purses. This is what they talked about on the show, right? And so I, I didn't see the whole thing yet. But the winner this of this weekend's Genesis Open, I believe made more, definitely made more than at least two of the majors, maybe the masters. And for like, I think the, top 20 guys or there's an, or there's a set amount of guys that have to play 16 of the 17 designated events. So it's weird as I looked at the schedule and the purses, like the majors obviously matter because of the trophies, but these other tournaments are going to start really getting more relevant because they're going to have the fields and the money is big. So the competition is good, et cetera. Riviera is one of the you know, most well-known famous courses and then it's tigers tournament so he presents the trophy um this dude max homa gave a press conference to close it out him and unreal rom were battling unreal i mean what a likable athlete yeah. um the dude just like really humanizes i think what it's like out there and then john rom's a, a great beacon or beacon or whatever that is um of the game as well. He's, he's a great kind of top dog. He's won three tournaments already this year. He's definitely having a special, special, special year. I think he's getting like 
break it down so far in the year and it's only February, I think he's making like six grand a swing. <laughs> That's Are you kidding me? <laughs> Holy cow. What a career, man. What a move. Yeah, so good. Um, so, you know, I know we were just going to banter a little bit on what's on your mind. I hope to not get too crushed, but that was just my, my, off of uh, talking about, about golf. I took Jason Day over the weekend. He had a nice Sunday. Um, but uh, I was at the NBA All-Star Game through the weekend, and I kind of have this new thesis, kind of have this new thought. Um, even as we've noticed, our interest in basketball collectively amongst the three of us, I think has gone down year over year. Hundred percent. Well, mine's come back it, a little it, bit since yeah. we've since we've started. Well, I know Cam's was Cam. Cam Thomas changed everything. Cam Thomas, yeah, he changed your life because he made the call, and I neither and that time. <laughs> everything um, changed. I think the NBA All Star Weekend is now the official like kickoff of the NBA season. For a long time, you know, the NBA playoffs are such a marathon and become kind of their own season. Now you've got the play in with the like the eight, nine or the the extra seeds. So there's more teams that make the playoffs. The trade deadline has always kind of been crazy, but it's only even ramping up more. I mean, you got guys going all over the place at the trade deadline. And so it really feels like up into all-star game, teams are just kind of jockeying to get into position. Um, And, and then it really kicks off these next 20 games. LeBron came out and said most important 20 regular season games of his career. Yeah. A psychotic um, statement by LeBron, by the way, he did say regular season, but also the way that the NFL now just dominates, like playing six days a week, Christmas NBA Christmas wasn't even a thing. Cause it just got smoked out by these NFL games. Um, and then the players kind of get this week off. The NBA players comes back on Friday. I mean, you got KD debuting for the Suns on Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. And then NBA All-Star Weekend was epic. I'm actually a bigger fan of it than Super Bowl weekend. The NBA, I think, just does a really great job of being inclusive. They really allow kind of the fans to get close into the action with the players. The young players really enjoy being there. Um, there's just a lot of good cultural stuff that happens. And then Mac McClung was, was sick. And the dunk contest kind of came back. So on the dunk contest, I think we'll talk about, we might want to talk about it a little bit. I don't know where you guys are, but I felt like Mac McClung shouldn't be allowed in the dunk contest. I don't know if that's a hot <laughs> take or not. I don't know if I'm being a hater. Well, I guess it's kind of a smart, smart move, but Philly signed him. Yeah. They signed him for the dunk contest. That was the whole reason he came up. Yeah. Which was a sneaky play. But he also so on the Rising Stars on Friday night, he played on the G League team. The way they did it was four teams, three teams from the NBA. That was a draft, and then the fourth team was a G League, and they played a little four team tourney. And he played on the G League squad and actually the, got some buckets. Did the G League team get smoked? Uh, it was kind of a game for a little bit, and then hmm. he he was cooking. He put up like eight points in a row, and then tried to make a nice ass dunk and got stuffed by the rim, and then it was over. That's kind of really how it went down. But Scoop Henderson played. It's supposed to be the number two pick in the draft next year, right? Yep. Yeah, run away. So I think it was cool. In a weird way, I could see like um, one of these big YouTube influencers playing in like the three-point competition next year or something like that. 
Maybe. I think they need to like reset the whole thing kind of, but I don't know. No one really cares about what we think about the dunk contest. Yeah, I did hear like Ty, I think your point is right about like the dunk contest is back, but the all-star game was like the worst thing on earth. Like that's like the NFL, like uh pro bowl game. Like it, it, it doesn't do anything at all. The dunk contest is cool. The three point contest is cool. Like Saturday night is cool, but I feel like the also like the game itself is just so stupid. They don't even try. There's no incentive for it. Like it, it was kind of dumb. Um, uh, since you said that point though, a minute ago, like before we started live, I, I haven't even stopped. Like, I can't stop thinking about how true it is that like the NBA season starts after the all-star break. Like, the trade deadline is before nobody cares. It's all load management stuff. And then you come back from the All-Star game. And you're like, okay, the season's now a go. The trade deadline's passed. The All-Star game is passed. The playoffs are coming up. There's no football on to compete with. Here, here we go. Makes a ton of sense. Um, so I'm locked in on that take. Uh, the X- XFL is back. I saw that. That's cool. I saw some tweets on uh, Twitter this weekend that talked about like how the NFL should adapt that as like a minor league and like build that out and how that would, I think that would be kind of cool. Um, so that that's been racing through my mind about like, what if the NFL had like a minor league team where like you basically had an, a direct affiliate to each city and each team. Um, you basically had football on a lot more throughout the year. Cause we don't have football now till August. Like we're months away. The national will be here before we see another football game. Like, NFL or college football. Um, so we're a ways away from that. So I think it would be cool to to see that expand. I'm not sure if the NFL will do that, but as the NFL, especially as they want to get, you know, they're always looking to grow. They've talked about Germany or you know, some of these international teams, right? Having having those, which seems a little bit more far-fetched. I think the idea of like a minor league league like the XFL or something like that would uh I think that would I think that would go over well, but I'd be curious to to see. I would love some relegation. Relegation? Oh gosh! Mm-hmm. If I was fa- if I was faced with the Jets going to the XFL, that'd be a real Week 18 matchup. Um, Gary's making a point about um, why I think basketball has become such like a a global game and like is remaining so strong in a world where uh, baseball is maybe a little bit different. And is like anyone you could. People can play one-on-one. People can play two-on-two. Like, anyone can kind of pick it up. You don't really have it in the same way as, like, football and where you feel like you're kind of playing the same game and and that why the NFL is really obsessed with trying to develop flag football as this, like, cultural cool thing. And almost if there was, like, a G League flag football type scenario in the same way where, like, what's the version of baseball that you can do it, whether it's like five on five wiffle ball or something like that, just so people can feel a little bit more like, Oh, I'm doing something similar to what they're doing. Growing up side yard football was like a big thing. And everyone would be like, Randy Moss, like you make the catch. Whereas, you know, in basketball, obviously the Kobe thing, like was you, you know, take a shot, Kobe, Kobe. It's just a much easier way to relate. You see a basketball game. You're like, I can go outside and, do that football you don't really have that similar and the leagues haven't owned it so just as i hear you say that with the xfl i'm like ooh, what if every team had a flag football team as well seven on seven that's yeah. what everyone does already so i feel like seven on seven plays yeah um 
I want to give a quick shout out to somebody who sent me a massive PC card, if I could. Mm-hmm. So the card I received was a one of one Mark Sanchez finest. Uh, obviously, beautiful. this is my guy, my guy, mm-hmm. my number mm-hmm. one guy. So I was excited about that. I wanted to say shout out to Andrew Grabe. I was searching for it on eBay and we were going back and forth on offers. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to try to find this person on Instagram. And so I hit him up on Instagram. We talked there and got it done. So shout out to Andrew. I appreciate you. You know, I, it, FYI, I know who that is. Um, uh, Andrew's an Ohio guy. He is. Ohio rolls deep. I have to say. Everywhere especially I go. For, someone's especially like, for car Ohio. talk. I'm from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. They love I'm cards like, in Ohio. What is good with Ohio? Blue's face of just disgust. They love like, cards there. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. To me. I'll give a little uh, a little card recap from the weekend. They were selling within the stadium in the main uh, merchandise areas. They were selling hoops, boxes, just about everywhere. Um, we picked some up. In Utah? Yep, in Utah. That's good. That's good to know. Pulled this Jovic. And then... Um, in one of the, like the very cultural kind of, they had this thing called the shop. Um, I think her name's Callie Ann. She's D Wade's stylist and D Wade's, a, I think a minority owner in the jazz now. Um, and so there was this huge area of all these different, like kind of like fashion and cultural shops. Mitchell and Ness was in there. Stance might've been, um, slam had something going on and then cards and coffee had an area right like amongst all of those brands that a lot of people were able to walk by and see which was really cool um and so yeah that was that was fun it, it was cool to see there's definitely some card chatter it felt like and it's just becoming part of the overall culture yeah i will say i mean it you know this is kind of like a, a little bit of a shift but the you know the shop especially like online like the shop in person like the card market in the f- first seven weeks of the year has definitely exceeded expectations. And that's being, being, uh, probably pretty tame. Um, you know, president's day yesterday was, I mean, we were packed. So it's a lot more busy packed. than you expected. Packed. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I mean, transaction, you know, average price per transaction is up. Number of transactions is up. Um, just, I mean, a lot of stuff is up week over week in terms of uh, a lot of different aspects of the business, whether it's, you know, multiple different avenues out online or, you know, in, in, in our retail setting, it is, uh, it is definitely a lot better than we would have anticipated. Um, you know, some of the conversations we had on here two months ago, you know, what's coming, what does this look like? Is there a recession? Like, not saying all those things are still not valid points or still not worth discussing. Um, but I would, you know, I, I've, I can't lie. The first seven weeks of the year have been extremely, extremely good. Well, that's positive. I think it's just, just worth mentioning. It is. How about real quick, real quick on uh, tops uh, on series one. Does it feel like there's just a, there's a little bit more energy to it than in years past? Oh, that's being generous. We, uh, it is already on secondary over $200 a box. It skyrocketed up immediately after release. Everybody has, has wanted it. Um, I think a lot of the places now online are 225 to 250. Um, it has definitely been an in-demand product for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
the jumbos you're talking about, right? From your point of view, what's what's driving that? I think there's a couple things on it, right? I'm not the baseball expert, so I'm not going to speak too, too much to it. I think it's a pretty good class. I think there's some guys in there that people are, are chasing. I think we talked about it last week with tops adding the cut autos of certain guys tops or blowout having the chase with the $250,000 set. Uh, you know, we saw those, I know Jay's going to do an article about it, but the guys that are, uh, is it up in Minnesota? I think they're ripping, ripping like 300 jumbo cases already pulled a few hundred, apparently a few hundred of the SSPs. Um, so yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of buzz about it. We, you know, it's funny. We literally talked last week about, you know, when's the last time you seen a card commercial, right? We were talking about the Michael Rubin talk he had on the full send podcast. Like, you know, when's the last time you seen a tops commercial? Literally the day after we talked about that, that day, that day, there's a freaking Julio Rodriguez tops commercial that was electric. And you're like, this is great. I mean, literally right as we talked about it, having no idea. Um, that was kind of funny. So. Yeah, I think there's I think Tops is, you know, Tops Fanatics are doing a good job creating buzz around that. Blowout's got that cool promo. There's cool chase cards in there. It's a solid class. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's there's a it's a recipe for success. Yeah, they're doing the right things. I would also say two hundred dollars for a series one box, not you're not gonna win every box opening at two hundred, I'll say that. Just being honest. Yeah, I don't I mean that's what opening is. I would I would say there's a lot of products you're not going to yeah. rip and open and make your money back on. Yeah, but I feel like Top Series 1 is normally one of those products that is like re- readily available at all times. I, I feel like it doesn't hit 200 very often, you know, like a Series 1 release like that. So just something to keep in mind for people. Yeah, sure. Agreed. All right, let's... Uh... Let's get into this. Jay has got the over under this week. So there'll be three of us competing on this. Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so listen, I, I tried to pick some, uh, you know, some athletes that obviously are relevant right now. And uh, so I guess we'll kick it off with NBA slam dunk champion, uh, Mac McClung. This is a 21, uh, 22 Chronicles draft picks prestige bonus shot signature. And it sold uh, last I'll night over. on eBay. So over under one hundred and thirty seven dollars. This is like a fifty dollar card. Will, uh, I'm gonna go under. It's over Over. He's the hottest dude. I mean, like again, so caught up in the moment. I think this is gonna be closer to like the one sixty mark, one fifty, one sixty. I'm gonna go over. It's an under. It's one twenty seven fifty. Is what it goes at on, on 25 bids. Um, what an obvious play that, like, he was the clear favorite to win the slam dunk contest. Like, why? I don't know why I didn't. I mean, that would have been a, such a perfect play, you know, just loading up on his cards a week before the event. It's probably because he was in the G League. Yeah. Is it, I mean, these cards will probably dip down back down to 30 bucks next week. But. I hope he stays up and gets some, like, run, at least, with the, with the Sixers. That'd be cool. You think he'll get endorsements out of that? Like you think he's? I think he'll get endorsements. I don't think he's a player in the league. I think he can now forever go on tour. I think he'll be in the dunk contest again next year. Yeah, I think. But this isn't the first time that Mac McClung has had some hype, though. He had some preseason hype before because uh, we we I, I I don't know if I brought this up before, but like we had I had the I had the one on one Nebula Auto, the sensational signatures one of one Nebula Auto 
out of a case of Prism draft picks choice around the national listed on eBay for 2,700 and it was clicked within 30 minutes of being listed at 2,700. People love it was the most, it was the most expensive Mac McClung sale ever (laughs) prior to this weekend when the true one of one base rookie auto sold for three grand. (laughs) So we had, we had the one one nebula. It sold originally. So he had some hype at some point before, and then it sounds like it's stuff cooled down a little bit. And then obviously with this and the attention he got from that, it went up, but it doesn't sound like this is the, you know, I know it's not the first time that Mac McClung has had some hype because I sold a one-on-one auto for $2,700. He's had hype because he can dunk that no one ever had doubts about his dunking ability. I think it's his ability to play in the league on a night to night basis. But I think there's a game. If you go back, I don't remember what it was. There's a game where he put up a decent amount of points in like the preseason or in the summer league that, that got that caught some attention. I'll check. No, Double for check sure. On that. He has. He has. I'm Which not saying it was, was deserved or we should have bought it. Th- that's not the argument, but I'm, I'm just saying this isn't the first time he's had some hype. Did you guys see Tony Hawk judging his 540? No. So the last dunk he did like that, he did like a, it looked like a 720. I think Charles was like, was that a 720? And they never talked about it being a 720 during the so dunk or cool. whatever. And then someone text, uh, tweeted Tony Hawk and was like, final ruling. And he said, from the skateboarding community, this is a 540. It's pretty cool. All right, Jay, what do you got next? All right, so if we're going to do the slam dunk contest, might as well do the three-point contest also. So we have Damian Lillard, true NTRPA from 2012-2013 National Treasures, and it's a BGS 9.5 over under $3,000. Can I make a statement? I think Damian Lillard's the most underrated superstar of our generation. He's not – I mean – I like Lillard. He's a cool guy. He's a likable dude, but he's never done anything. He's been up in Portland. That doesn't doesn't change the fact that he's never accomplished anything. It doesn't. Matt Stafford was in Detroit for years and did yes. you know? Oh, pretty similar actually. Um, this is I, a nice card. Uh, yeah. When I th- it's funny the juxtaposition between what we were just talking about Mac McClung and Damian Lillard, because like in everything, consistency and her showing up and performing day in and day out is what matters in sports, in life, etc. And yep. uh, talk about a dude that if he's on the floor, he is balling, committed, committed every game. Yeah, just yeah, likable guy. His work, likable guy, focused. Doesn't make it much of a mishigas about everything. Is just like a pure yep. out and out hooper. Yeah, um, for sure. And I think that stems into what I think Lou is talking about. Talk about a guy that just is always going to show up and, and give you exactly what you need. You know, 110% every single time leads his city. Like, Yeah. And he's got a great celly. It's game time. Yeah. And with that, I'll yeah. go over. When was the sale, Jay? Um, I believe it- – I don't have the date in front of me, but I think it was in the beginning of February, like February 3rd or 4th or something like that. I'm going to go under 27.50. Tyler's hot, so it's probably an under. Yeah. I think Tyler's cheating. I'm really just going off the psychology of what Jay's trying to do to us. Yep. That's that's how I play it. Yeah, That's smart. Yeah. I like betting the overs on the NFL games. I, you know, I'm just a big over guy here, so I'm going to go over. I think this could be a little bit – this is going to be close. Jay's going to probably tell me $2,500, and Tyler's going to go up 2-0 here, but I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the over. Well, it's significantly over. It's 41 Yeah. Wow. 
So wow. respect, uh, respect. It's a nice. You could trick people with the with the over under number. Like if it, if you told uh-huh. me this car was like seven grand, I'd be like, okay. Like you know, what yeah. I, mean? I know. <laughs> and if he put thirty six hundred, we all would have went under. A hundred percent. All right, next card. We have a 2018 Bowman Chrome Blue Refractor Shohei Otani to 150 Auto. Holy and that is a PSA 10. His agent said he has the right to test free agency. So be prepared for a lot of Otani stories this season, by the way, everybody. He's coming home. He's coming home. You think he's going to be a Yankee tie? Put him in the pinstripes, baby. No, the Yankees. He's coming to the, the Mets. Don't spend money anymore. He's going, he's going to the, the Mets. Mets. He's not going to the Mets, Mets bro. He's he understands what global awareness means. If you want to be a mid baseball player on a mid baseball team for a mid organization, you go, you go, go to, to the New, New York, York Yankees. Mets. You go to the New York Mets. No, Steve Cohen's in town. He's going to pay whatever it takes. Let's they're going to give him like five hundred million dollars. If he walks around any country in a Yankees jersey, everyone knows who he is. Lou, if, if you're, if you're betting, jersey, nobody cares. Lou, if you're betting money right now, you bet him on you bet in the Mets between the Mets and the Yankees. No, just on anybody in the league. I would bet on the Angels, but then I would bet mm-hmm. on the Mets. I mean, I think the odds reflect that. The, the Mets are going to pay him unlimited money. The Yankees don't pay money anymore. That's just a fact. Uh, under. Just paid it. 62 home run Aaron Judge. Good Julian Dollars. They have no money left. Under. He said he's doing it again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think under as well. I think this is closer to like ten or 11,000. I don't think this is quite that high. He's smiling. It's over. Yeah, thirteen sevens. I'm much. getting you with these with these random numbers. It's nineteen thousand wow. dollars. Nineteen thousand dollars? Are you kidding me? Yo, I'm telling you, Shohei's got dollars. global appeal. Um, nineteen G's. Oh my goodness. Nineteen grand for a flash in the pan. I would have never guessed that. If I told you over under forty home runs for Aaron Judge's season, what would you say? Over. <laughs> over. Okay. He's gonna hit forty three. He's hit. 40. Okay. Fifty three. That's okay. a lot. Okay, this is going to be an interesting one. We have a under eleven thousand dollars. If this is Tua, over, I quit. Yeah, if this is over. Tua, shut down the market. Tua Gold Prism Auto PSA ten. When was it sold? I would venture probably a pop one as a pop, as a PSA ten. Right? I mean, when was it sold? But need to know when it was sold because it greatly Im- implicates what the price is going to be. Yeah, you told me this is like November 1st. Jay, if this is November 1st, no, 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 you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> okay, this card sold. Sorry. In preseason. Yeah. No, no, no. This is a recent sale. August. It's recent. <laughs> you guys are crazy. This sold on uh, 54 bids on January 18th. Under. Under. But someone pay, someone would have paid over $18,000 for this in like November, which makes me think it's possible. Yeah. It might have gone in January too. It's under. I just cannot believe this card. I mean. It's under. $18,000. Are you kidding me? Three unders? Three losers. What? $20,100. $20,000. It just seems so obvious that it was over. Like you're just like, yeah, this is like, he just not put it that high for no reason. Like that's so dumb. I mean, Honestly, if you. If you just put this card out there, you just put it down on the screen with no price and said, guess the price, I probably would have said $2,500, right? Like something like that. It's crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Someone probably has a ton of Tua and is just trying to like hold on for dear life. Hold on, Jay. How many more left? 
Um, I believe there. You have one, one right. More. This is one more after this, freaking I embarrassing. And I think we all have one, or does someone have two? I think we all have one. Yeah, I think you all have one. And there's one or two left. I believe I've only gotten one right. One. So here we go. Here we go. Oh no, there's there's three left. There's three okay. left. We're in the there's mix. This Pete Alonzo. Yep. Crap, Matt. Okay, so this is a Pete Alonzo orange refractor. Uh, 2016 Bowman draft, uh, Bowman Chrome draft. Team color. Uh, it's an auto, the PSA 10 team color, color match, beautiful card. I would love to own this card. I don't know how well Pete Alonzo sells, but I know Bowman first orange PSA 10 is about as good as it gets. I'm going over. I'm going to go just under 65. Jay loves the Mets, so Jay wants us to be over. He wants to tell you this card is super expensive because the Mets are great, so I'm going to go over. You guys are overthinking. This is so great. It's under $6,026. I wanted Jay to say, yeah, this is like a $15,000 card. Best baseball team in the world. This guy's the best. I wish it was. I would love to own this card, though. This is a beautiful card. Boo. I'm terrible this at this. Right for the PC. This game's hard, okay. right? But it's fun. We have some fun ones coming up now. So we have two left. First one. My guy, Carlos Alcaraz. This is his number to a hundred uh, non-patch. So this is just the, this is the gold border number to a hundred from the net pro release. And uh, we have a 4,300 over or under on it. I'm going under. Lou, do you remember what he's released at? A lot less than this. Um, uh, if I remember right, Rye, I think it was a thousand dollars on release there, like 1250 or something like that on release day. I'm going to go over. He just, he just won. When was the sale? He won? He won this weekend, didn't he, Ty? Yeah. First tournament back, he went in. Yeah, because I saw a net pro put yeah, well, on Instagram about it. The sale was February 20th. It was yesterday. I'm going to go over. I think it's going to be like just over, like just barely over, like 4350 And Tyler, you said over? I said under. I said- Ryan under. hasn't Ryan hasn't guessed yet. I'm gonna say under. Hmm. It is over. Let's go. That's huge. Dub. It was 4,500. We had a per- perfect assessment. Perfect. Perfect. Description I'm done. On that. I'm done. Let's wrap this up. Let's go. Ryan does not okay, like when he doesn't win a, the games. This is a. Oh, I'm terrible. This is embarrassing. Tricky. It's a this beautiful card, by the way. Let me just real quick say it. I know they got a lot of flack about the design early on. Yada 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 yada. So that's a beautiful card. And the way his hand comes out of the thing and crosses over the borderline is pretty fresh. That is a nice little detail, but it's mind-boggling that it's 4500 Agreed. It's an on-card auto of the best tennis prospect to come out of the game and since Rafa. Heard you on that. I really got a fun chance to chop it up with Tiafo about his match with Alcaraz in that U.S. Open. That was a fun time off camera. It was, we, he, he had a lot of crazy to say about Alcaraz, how great he is. It's going to be awesome. Um, okay. Final card. And I'm happy, Lou, that you brought this guy up a little while ago. This is. Oh, I think I know how much this Mark- costs. So that's not fair. Oh, geez. That's all right. It's you. Mark Sanchez, one of one. NT. I actually don't know how much. RPA with a Reebok pack. When did this sell? Uh, and how was I not the buyer? That's a good Lou, did I send you the NFL shield of this exact card? I think you might have, yeah. This sold on February 1st. How the hell did I not buy this? Um, It better be over. I'm going to be pissed if it wasn't over. 
<laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> 86 bucks. <laughs> I'm going to be devastated. I'm under. I think it's 240. I don't know. I have a hard time believing the best Jets quarterback in the last 25 years right. didn't go for more than $250. So I'm going to say it's over. That's right. I bet this is like 400 bucks. I said over. You said over. Tyler on point, 241. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 240? How did I miss this? Dang, shut up, Ryan. Is that, the, is that the best possible Mark Sanchez rookie card you can get pretty much? No, I think I gave Lou the best yeah, one of the best ones. Did. Guys, did. Mark Sanchez is irrelevant. No, you're irrelevant. Shut up. I mean, come on. The patch is the only thing that's even interesting about and this And the card. quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in Jets history. It's like a Mark Brunel card. You're a Mark Brunel card. <laughs> well, he Mark Brunel is not, you know, on TV still. Mark Sanchez is doing his thing. What? I'm relevant. like CBS three. No, he's the B team on Fox. Come on, bro. Show some respect. Yeah. He's the B team on Fox for like. Can you have a little Jets loyalty for once in your life? I am being a traditional, thoughtful. <laughs> Jet fan. If Mark this was Sanchez. Sean Clifford, you'd be falling over yourself to pay $240 for it. That is very Disagree. true. Disagree. If it was Christian Disagree. Hackenberg, you'd be flipping out about 240 Disagree. Disagree. If it was Micah Parsons, who, by the way, this weekend. You're comparing Micah Parsons to Mark Sanchez. All right. Um, it's, a, it's a different thing. Allen Robinson. There you go. That's better. I still think that Allen Robinson's much higher, but that's okay. Um... Okay, so hear me out, Rye, real quick, because I know you wanted Michael Parsons to go to your school. Um, <laughs> Gary played in the Dwayne Wade Spades tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was – we were trying to figure out his partner. And guess who he played with? Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. <laughs> that seems like the obvious answer. even funnier. <laughs> I hung with Gary and Michael Parsons for like two hours. It was great. Did you ask I him why the, over, I wish the over-under questions were that easy. Golly. <laughs> so big. You should have asked him why he hated Ohio State and just sent it to Ryan. He would have loved that. His, his index finger is as big as my biceps. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of big biceps, Jeremy Pena. I mean, this guy has gigantic arms. Roids. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to leave you guys. Bye, Jay. Thank you for a great over-under segment. Already, Jay. That was messed up. Yeah, right? dude, Lou. They look. I hope it's not roids because I like I I like him, but man, dude, his arms are big as me. They're huge. Yeah, I'm gonna come to the show next week with a couple uh, big time card predictions for baseball this year. Okay, couple things announcements before we wrap. March 27th. It hasn't gone out to the public yet, but we're about 86 percent baked on. March 29th, Jay, Wednesday, March 29th. So you have in your calendar, right? What is it? Coming to New York. 137. Celebration of episode 137. We're doing an event in New York City. More info to come. Big trade night to celebrate the 137th episode of All Things Card Talk. 137, baby. And then next week. Is going to be a banger episode, hopefully 80, 85, 87 minutes of straight Q&A fire. 
maybe we incorporate a video question or two. Jay, Court, cool. on that. Lots of questions. Lots gonna, of them. We're going to fire up, check Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Sports Cards on TikTok. Anything you want to throw in there, fire it away. We're yeah. excited. We should be plugging all week, Jay. Like questions on Instagram, the question tag thing, all that. Hope everyone has a great week. Over to you, Rye, for a proper sign-off, unless we have some final thoughts. Nope, that's a wrap. That's a quick power episode. Again, we're preparing for next week's full-length Q&A. So if you have questions, Facebook is Car Talk Pod. Instagram, Twitter, Car Talk Pod. Make sure you guys get the questions in early. Jay Jay and uh, Courtney are going to collect those. We're going to talk a lot about that next week. We want to take questions. Uh, We're looking forward to that. So stay tuned, but that will be next week. And then episode 137, we're getting getting close. We're getting close. Sweet. All right. Peace and love, everybody. See you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.